Happy New Year, Gina. Happy New Year. I'm very excited for us to be back again recording. I know we took a little break right there, a little hiatus. I'm sure you mm-hmm. missed me and I'm sure our guests missed us. Oh, yeah, definitely. Feels, feels good to be back. Feels good to be in the new year. And yeah, I'm curious, where do you want to travel? Now it's a whole new year. Anywhere. Can I just leave these four walls in this place that I'm confined to? I want to leave my room. I want to leave my house. Absolutely. Yeah, like, totally. I'd rather just, can I go down the street? Can I hug somebody? <laughs> yeah. Physical seriously. human contact. I want to like be in a room with people. Like that sounds like a nice vacation. Yeah. Anything but what we're dealing with right now. <laughs> But we've got well, a we lot. We can of reminisce uh, on our old travels. Yeah. <laughs> Let's cue the intro music. Boom. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Finding Your Edge podcast. My name is Sam. I'm here with my co-host Gina, and hey. today we are going to get into everything travel and kind of take a little trip down memory lane and talk about Gina okay. and I's first vacation trip travel experience if you will um to chile yeah it was like our first big trip international that we planned out way in advance and i think the thing that was cool about this trip was it was really intentional we planned out a lot of things that we wanted to see and experience and i think it turned out amazing so we're going to share some of the things that we thought about some things that could help you to plan a trip in the future whenever that happens whenever we're allowed to go to more international places. Yeah. Some of the few things we're kind of going to touch on this episode is just trying to get a sense of like what you're aiming for when you travel um, and kind of express like what Gene and I were seeking when we were traveling, kind of figuring out our mindset and our approach to travel in general, how we planned it, where we wanted to stay, um, and just kind of finding a trip and making a trip that like makes it count for you if you will yeah totally that's a good summary and i think it helps to go into a trip with an intention sometimes you just like want to have fun and leave your house right but Mm -hmm. i think it's nice sometimes to think about like okay well what i really want to get out of it that could just be like relaxing but yeah very much and i think that was like kind of the opposite for us our intention was (laughs) yeah like (laughs) We didn't want to relax at all. Yeah, was not was not about relaxing at all. I think Zero. we first started Zero. with the idea that hey, maybe we should backpack Chile, and I think that idea like quickly <laughs> devolved into something else. It was like okay, maybe backpacking is not the right idea for our first trip. Yeah, we're like, how uncomfortable can we get? <laughs> yeah, and it, that I think that's exactly that's a great point. That's exactly where we started. Was we wanted to be out of our comfort zone how uncomfortable if you will could we make this trip for us and like that's where where our perspective was we wanted to have a journey that was like not only just for our bodies relocating ourselves from one area of the world to another that's completely unfamiliar for us but also have a journey for our mind where we're experiencing something new entirely for ourselves. Yeah, I think we were really craving that to have a very mind expanding experience and also experience a new culture. That was a really big draw for me because living in America, sometimes you feel like there's not really that much of a culture, even though there is, you know? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, we're like, oh, we're in this big soup, you know? So we really wanted to go 
to South America and we wanted to go to Chile because we knew that we'd experience a really different culture. So we wanted to get immersed in that. Yeah. If you know me, I'm very fond of Latin American culture. I love the food. I love the music. I love you were right at home. It. <laughs> what was that? You were right at home. Oh, yeah. We like landed definitely. the plane. You're like, ah, all right, my people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely like right at home in Latin American culture and I I love it so much. I think that was it was really funny because I remember right when we got off the plane, I've never experienced culture shock, if you will, to like a degree that I did. Um, Our first layover was in Panama and we get off the plane in the Panamanian airport, which is I think Tocumen, if I'm correct. And we were just confronted with like Spanish speaking everywhere it was like all the conversations to the announcements over the pas to the people next to you it was just not a single lick of english could be heard anywhere and it was like oh okay we're we're not in kansas anymore (laughs) i think you literally said that like yeah we (laughs) dropped in another planet so that was cool and really disorienting in a way too but yeah way and we're like well this is what we wanted so here we are (laughs) yeah it was it was a good wake-up call and it was like a little taste for what we were going to experience for like the rest of our like two and a half weeks stay in Chile. Yeah. And I think that's that was perfect to start out because that was really the mindset that we were approaching the whole trip with is we wanted to go at it really open minded. And at the same time, we wanted to broaden our minds. And we really were kind of thinking like, okay, we don't really have that many expectations going in. We know kind of what we want to see, but we're really wanting the trip to teach us something. We didn't really Mm -hmm. know what that would be, but I think we really approached it with a beginner's mindset as much as we could. Yeah. That's a a big point right there, the beginner's mindset, especially, especially when you're going into like be taught or learn anything. You always want to approach it from that standpoint of a beginner's mindset because there's there's so much so much to be learned in those scenarios and i feel like that's when you're going to encounter the most discomfort and you're going to get pushed outside of your comfort zone yeah um because you you are a beginner i've i've heard the phrase like seek discomfort so much in your life um and that's kind of what we were seeking here was that discomfort yeah i think that when you go to another country you are pretty uncomfortable if you haven't been there especially Mm -hmm. before and i think the beginner's mindset is good because you are on someone else's turf so it seems kind of respectable like you're going there and it's not like oh okay i have it all figured out and i'm just gonna do things that do things my way do things Mm -hmm. my american way or you know whatever you're used to so yeah i think that that helped us a lot to try to get more immersed in the culture and let go of some of our our cultural biases or are the things we're used to yeah i i like that letting go of what you're used to or the american way because i feel like (laughs) i've heard that phrase or when people leave and they go visit or travel to different countries you still have those hang-ups or you're used to those like creature comforts and that privilege that you have if you will from living in the states that oh it's gonna be just like america 
where it's going to be just like what I'm used to. And yeah. you kind of have to, you got to let that go and kind of let that country do what it will to you and like experience it yeah. as it is and not try and make it into you. what you're used to. Yeah, don't make it yeah. into you. Don't make it into your comfort zones. Yeah, it's tough because when you get dropped in another country, you're trying to just find your way around and get comfortable as much as you can, but you're in this totally different place. So it definitely blows your mind and especially learning about the culture and meeting different people if you're there mm -hmm. um, that yeah just completely is is such a rich experience it's it's amazing to experience another culture so we definitely got that out of our trip what hmm. i think the i wanted to know like what was like the most unique unique thing for you or like the most unique experience that you got out of chile uh, that's interesting question I think it was probably I think when we met Tomas in the climbing gym we mm -hmm. met we met this guy at the at a climbing gym and I think when we went to dinner with him and he was telling us about Chile and just learning about their the state of their economy, how things work in their country, how people are living on debt mostly and all these different things like it kind of just yeah. like learning about really the the more nitty-gritties of the place that we're in versus just everything that was visible to us which was oh wow Santiago is a really cool city and yeah you know there's all these really beautiful places in Chile but I think it was really cool to see or hear about what what it was really like there for someone that lived there yeah I, yeah. I like that I think for me the thing that was pretty unique was based on the the three three locations we we traveled to we went to mm -hmm. The main city, Santiago. We went up north to um oh, why am I spacing on it? San, what is, San Pedro, right? San Pedro. Yeah, San Pedro de Atacama. Yeah, yeah. And then the south to Torres del Paine. And for me, the thing that I really liked and I thought was very unique was like the very different types of people that we encountered and just like mm -hmm. almost like the different types of hospitality if you will between mm. each locations and like how different the people were and how different those locations were based on yeah just the different geographical locations because chile is huge yeah it's like ginormous yeah from one tip of south america almost to the other yeah so traveling all up and down that was pretty unique for sure and the people were really different too yeah as different as the places were that's yeah that's very very true i yeah. think the next thing that we kind of talked about was trying to figure out how we were going to plan this trip and yeah. trying to figure out like where where were we gonna go like how did yeah. we figure out those locations yeah i remember i remember it first started with okay we have this idea of we want to go on a big trip and it was just a very vague idea at that point right mm -hmm. and then from there we started to think well what continent do we want to go to and slowly yeah. narrowed it down okay south america because we wanted to experience that unique culture and so we picked the place based on what yeah what we were aiming for so i think once we got there we probably i think we went online to lonely planet or something and looked mm -hmm. around at the different 
countries and we saw Chile and read about it and we fell in love with it. So yeah, I think Jordan yeah. still find it was like the selling point. <laughs> if I'm gonna be when honest. we saw those mountains, we were like, oh no we way, we're not going here. Like that picked itself. That was just way too easy. We have to go there. Yeah, I'd say more than anything, just because Gina and I are very much like outdoorsy people. So we like to hike, be out in nature and etc. So I think we centered probably more of our trip around what can we do outside? What mountain ranges or giant lakes or bodies of water, etc. Like, what can we see and do outside? And I think that was the big selling point was like Torrestel Pine and then knowing that we could go up to San Pedro de Atacama and kind of take a look at the desert mm-hmm. there and the different areas and do the stargazing at night that we did oh beautiful yeah. yeah yeah it was such a well-rounded trip I'm really glad that we picked that country and I think I think just researching it we we just knew so kind of have to figure out where you want to go mm-hmm. read about it look at pictures watch videos the cost is definitely a factor too sometimes yeah. you can't travel all the way around the world you know and chile is is pretty far but it was not the most expensive plane ticket and every and most expensive country to visit so that definitely will come into play what country yeah. do you want to visit because it will depend yeah if you go to japan you're probably going to spend a lot more than if you go to Chile and that like upwards of a two thousand dollar flight to Japan or so (laughs) yeah and I think what we spent for our flights round trip was only like about seven hundred dollars which was yeah and I think it could have gone cheaper too but we yeah it went up a little bit when we bought it so yeah that definitely is a is a big factor um how much is it going to cost you to go to the country and when you land there how much is everything going to cost you to move around to Mm -hmm. stay somewhere to eat yeah for sure you've kind of you've got many options like you could stay with locals do it airbnb style you can do hotels you can do a resort but like the latter two hotels and resorts they just they they weren't an option for gina or i yeah i think we kind of figured that out like very early on that when you stay in a hotel or a resort you kind of have a disconnected experience from like the rest of the country because particularly hotels and resorts they're designed to make you as comfortable as possible or they're designed to like curate an experience for you or like keep you inside of a bubble if you will like you're insulated from the rest of the country yeah definitely can be like that i think it can be harder to sometimes have a more local or more cultural experience if you're in a hotel like oh you're in the hilton or wherever you're at so we definitely wanted to go with a more cultural experience and it it takes more work or it takes a little bit more effort to figure out where you're going to stay because we stayed Mm -hmm. in different airbnbs so i could see if you just want to relax or something maybe the resort could be the best option it just depends what you want i think and your budget too yeah because for every single budget you can figure out how to travel pretty much with maybe the exception of the plane ticket but you could even Mm -hmm. figure that out so it's definitely a an option for you at every every budget level. I think sometimes people think they can't travel because it's really expensive, but 
if you look into it, you, there's options for sure, especially with some of these Airbnbs. You can even do a hostel. Yeah. You can eat really cheap. Yeah. You can split things with friends. There's local transportation. Like you can do stuff really cheap. So yeah, I know people that have uh, like just backpacked countries alone and kind of figured out where they're going to stay once they get there. So that sounds kind of fun, even though, yeah, it was not that way at all all for our trip yeah. it was like, like I you're a little more daring sure. you could do something like that yeah i always feel like i'm gonna miss something if i do that like we went to chile and i researched so much on where's the best place to stay where are all mm-hmm. the things to see and maybe next time if we go to chile again then we could do more spontaneous just to get dropped in yeah but i, I like, like i wanted I think... to know everything i was getting into what do you yeah think? no i was saying i think we did a pretty good job of that because I know that was one thing we talked about early on that I plan for my work. Like I do that 24-7. I plan special events. So I'm always in the weeds of planning as a coordinator. And it was just one thing that I was like, I don't want to do any of this, Gina. I don't want to, I don't want to do the research. And you were like, oh, that like you were just all game for it all the time. And you did a lot of the research. And like I did some here and there. But I think between the both of us, I think that's where we kind of meshed and figured out you did a lot of the planning and the research and figuring out what activities we were going to do and where we were going to stay. And I feel like on the other end, I was like your reins where I was like, make sure we leave a little room for spontaneity and time to just like kind of figure out what we want to do when we get there. Yeah, definitely a a good balance of planning out some things, but also leaving plenty of spontaneity. I think that is the best mix at least it was for us so yeah yeah, i think planning it out is good because then you design your trip a little bit more but then i think the spontaneous stuff is actually where more of the fun comes in a lot of the time yeah you know like Like, right after yeah spontaneously like right after our trip to um when we took the cooking class with gerardo and a couple of the other people that we met there. I really, really enjoyed that. And then after that was done, we just kind of like walked around the city. And like when you said we met Tomas and we randomly found a rock climbing place. Like, I think that's a perfect example of like spontaneity just finding us. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of serendipity that happens. You just, you go someplace and you have the experience that you need sometimes, or like this place is find you, like the climbing gym found us, you know, as much as we found it. And you just got to leave some room for that. So yeah, definitely plan. I, I think plan, but leave plenty of room for spontaneity as much as you can. Hey, if you want to go for, if you just want to buy a plane ticket and get dropped there, like go for it. Mm-hmm. But I think one good thing that we did was like you're talking about before, really figuring out who we're going to stay with. And I think the place you stay is a pretty big deal. So we stayed with locals in Airbnbs and that really changed the experience for us because we were able to get to know them and mm-hmm. we were able to also yeah have more of that cultural experience and it felt a lot more like we were immersed in the culture versus being in a hotel and being kind of more touristy yeah you kind of get 
the perspective from the people that you're living with like who's gonna know their country better than the people that live there yeah you gotta connect with the people like that's number one Mm -hmm. it was everyone from like tomas to marie maria to patrick and karina like you'll just thinking about it like you'll never get those experiences those interactions if you don't like put yourself out there or like make room for those opportunities yeah definitely and there's places that you'll be able to meet people more easily at and places that you won't be remember when we went to that we went to Konkoshkin. Mm-hmm. i love that name Konkoshkin. <laughs> yeah that was um, the lodge we stayed yeah, at the lodge. yeah and we went there and the way that they had it set up was there was always a communal dinner and or everyone ate in the same place it was like a dining cabin dining yeah. place and it made it, was like it a, so a mess easy. hall, if you will. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It made it so easy to talk to people there. And we talked to so many people about, oh, what do you do today? Or what are you going to do? And mm-hmm. that was so different from, remember when we went to this other hotel that was in the park? It was pretty close yeah. by. It was like just a really fancy hotel. No one was talking to each other because there's no place to talk. There's just like a restaurant and then your rooms. And there's no like community aspect really yeah it was more of a upscale hotel almost resort like and they had a fancy restaurant in there and you're like everybody's at their own tables it's like everything like you're used to out here in LA or wherever you guys are like a fancy restaurant and you get seated by a waiter and you just talk with yourself but everybody's like dressed in like hiking gear and out to explore but you don't get to interact with them. Yeah, I think that I wasn't actually planning for that to be in that lodge and have that environment, but that was ideal, absolutely. If you're yeah. able to talk to people, you should. I think that makes the trip, absolutely. So yeah, planning your stay, if you can, stay with a local. I think that stay with a local or go with a little bit of a smaller kind of lodge or a little bit mm-hmm. more of a cozy place that to me is the best way to experience the culture more because we stayed remember um when we went to the desert sent to san pedro we went to mm-hmm. emma's place we yes. stayed with a family and that was really cool too we totally emma, got jose and baby antu <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you just make the, the you make these relationships with these people. You get it to see their life, and they they bring you into their life. You're literally having dinner with them, mm-hmm. and they're throwing a little party, taco party. Yeah, the taco. And talking party about this, like after uh, we've been through COVID, it's like oh my gosh, we were with so many people. It felt so good. <laughs> yeah, if you're lucky, <laughs> you'll definitely. Like, find these scenarios and find these people, no matter yeah. where you travel. Yeah, and absolutely. Like, if it doesn't immediately feel like you or you're not used to kind of putting yourself out there, use traveling as that opportunity to try on a new trait, try on a new style, find a different confidence that you've never found in yourself because yeah. you're somewhere where nobody knows you. Nobody knows who I am. Nobody knows who Gina was, whether they're shy or outgoing or timid, whatever it is. Like you can be anyone that you want 
in a new country. So yeah, like, use that as an opportunity, like to be your testing ground, if you will. Yeah, definitely gives you a fresh start. And mm-hmm. It feels good. It definitely feels good. So there, yeah, I think traveling is this way to really expand yourself. And if you can get outside yourself more, I think it's better. If you can do more, like have more cultural experiences, I think for us going to the cooking class going to mm-hmm. like local restaurants we did karaoke with like a bunch of locals oh, and karaoke. sam got on the stage that was so good and i have a recorded too <laughs> that recording should never see the light of day it doesn't exist <laughs> and um see what you stepped out of your comfort zone you're definitely yeah, regrettably yeah, <laughs> No. And uh, yeah, just going to the local market. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just I think we really we were really, yeah, out of our comfort zone. And and I think we were rewarded for that for sure. Yeah. In many different ways. So yeah, we just completely I think we really immersed ourselves in the culture. We went to all these different places. We learned about different people. Like we met so many people there and learned about their life and we learned about what the country's like um yeah it was like such a such a well-rounded experience yeah i haven't like i haven't traveled many places internationally but i feel like i have to say this like chile is the one country out of a very few that i have been to that has like taught me so much and kind of just opened my eyes and kind of gave me a very huge wake-up call and perspective shift to Mm -hmm. like what else is out there and how other people live and learning what their different struggles are what their economy looks like and their day-to-day i think like the biggest lesson i want to say that i learned from traveling to chile was something that was taught to me like time and time again from tomas's perspective maria's perspective patrick and Emma and Jose was they were all very grateful for what they had, whether Mm -hmm. it be a lot or a little from Patrick running his business to Tomas, who just recently happened to like get let go from his teaching job and Maria to dealing with debt from schooling and everything from Emma and Jose starting their Airbnb business and wanting to buy another house and build a house on land that they had recently purchased like all of it like they all had their different like aspirations and goals and the different struggles and challenges they were dealing with to get there but they were all so grateful for the very little that they did have and just their family and no matter the struggle they were like but everything will be okay like that was yeah. the one thing that i heard that like rang true from all of them they're like everything will be fine yeah definitely they were so grateful and positive and resilient they yeah. were very very resilient and it was just nice to be in their presence and take that back mm-hmm. you're like what a, what am i complaining about <laughs> in my life not that people's problems are you know comparable but it is yeah. it's nice to go to another country and really see how people live and it really gives you perspective on your own life i think that's one of my favorite things about traveling is it gives you so much perspective on your life your own culture and realizing that you can have a different choice yeah you know it's like wow okay there's a different way to do things these people do things a little differently and you get to feel that and experience it and bring it back so it's 
really life-changing yeah we're like people are communal people we like to interact we like to like meet and hear people's stories like it builds tons of empathy and you're able to understand so much more from them and just being able to look like look at them and realize there's so many people out there that are like less fortunate than you or that have less than you and like chile is a very very like industrial lies country like they're not third world or anything by any means of the definition um very modern but a lot of their people do have less than what we have here in the states but they're so much happier yeah and it's like for all the privilege and all the things that we have here and the opportunity it's like you can still be happy with so much less yeah absolutely i was just looking up if chile was a third world country or not and i'm getting mixed results (laughs) (laughs) says uh it could be anyway well we won't go into that definition but it definitely was modern and there was definitely a lot of kind of wealth on the surface right but yeah yeah i think but yeah absolutely I, i totally agree with what you're saying and i have a question for you so if you could tell someone just one thing to do for their trip like okay i'm gonna go on this trip how do i make it count like Mm -hmm. what made your trip so great like tell me the one thing the one thing that i think if you have the time just sit down and have a conversation with someone at length Mm -hmm. Mm, yeah that's good get to know get to know their story get to understand their perspective i think for me there's like there's no amount of i don't know there's no amount of like things that i could buy in that other country or like hikes or kind of excursions that i could go on that will amount for the amount of time i could sit and spend talking with someone from a different country and just understand their story and learn about them and Mm -hmm. what their perspective of their country is and like learn what their worldview is i think it makes you it makes you so much more of a grounded person in those scenarios and it makes you that much more of an empathetic person when you get to understand someone else's way of life and understand their Mm -hmm. struggles and their daily challenges yeah absolutely yeah that's a great answer i think that yeah are you gonna say more (laughs) oh i was just gonna say yeah just kind of reiterate take the time and just talk with the people that you travel with yeah absolutely i think that made it really the trip that it was for us because we just by chance or ran into a lot of amazing people and we just got lucky enough to talk to them for a while and made friends Mm -hmm. that you know we stayed connected with and i think that really added this whole another dimension to the trip that if we didn't meet those people it would kind of feel like we're more so passing through and yeah we didn't really connect with the country that much and we're kind of just seeing cool places oh wow those mountains are beautiful wow the food was really good Mm -hmm. you know we had some cool you know cooking classes or whatever but to really talk to the people that live there that was absolutely the best thing about the trip yeah it really it elevates your experience just kind of hearing you describe those things like oh the mountains were cool the food was cool it's like all the sights and sounds and things that you saw like you come back and you have these pictures yeah but it's kind of like what did you what did you really take from that country like what did you what did you get you can take the pictures you can see the fancy buildings eat the great food buy that souvenir but like what's going to stick with you at the end of 
at all. Souvenir, yeah. it'll fade away. It'll sit on a shelf. You may not look at it so often. Pictures, they'll sit in your phone. How often do you go back through your camera roll and look at all those pictures, you know? Mm -hmm. And then the taste of the food, you'll remember it for some time. But like those, the people, at least for me, like I'll never forget a story. I don't ever forget a face. Yeah, it was was really special and i think if you can connect with the locals there that you're gonna have a good trip especially because yeah. there's so many great people to meet and they're excited a lot of the time because you're excited you're in their country and you're asking yeah. them about you know like oh how's your country and you're very interested about everything there and yeah and that's the thing like, tell you. you're excited to hear their story and they're very much excited to hear your story because yeah you're from somewhere they've never been and you're somewhere you've never been so it's kind of it's a mutual sharing and like a yeah. mutual admiration and respect if you will yeah it's such a cool interaction that you get to have with people that are in a different country and you're there on their mm. turf and yeah it's a lot of fun it's just a lot of fun to talk to them and makes you realize also that people are not that different you know yeah not that you would think that they are but you get to that country you talk to them and they have a lot of the same struggles joys they yeah. just realize Dreams, how much hopes yeah. desires all of it yeah you just realize how much we're all very much connected even if we can't speak the same language or we mm -hmm. have a different culture and it's a really unifying experience to go halfway around the world and realize that those people that you would have never thought you'd meet are a lot like you and there's this yeah common humanity that you share and it's it's a beautiful thing to yeah. experience what would yours be what's your one tip i was gonna say that you took mine <laughs> i feel like i, I had a feeling <laughs> I mean, that's that i was so, gonna steal it <laughs> so good uh yeah that i was just like that's good. I know for me, like, that's my one thing. Like, I just love people. So it was the one thing I couldn't not say. Yeah. It's a good thing you you love people because that just, it makes life, you know, it makes life so much richer. Like, our relationships are what make life really rich. And yeah, yeah so I would say that one. But I do have another one. Consolation. Okay. <laughs> I think. Second place prize. <laughs> second place. Oh. <laughs> um, still equally um no it's not equal it's, it's second place but i would say kind of similar to what you were saying like you're in a new country and you can just have the room to grow you can kind of be a different person and i think when i'm traveling that is that is really what i feel when i'm there when i'm in a different country i have this sense of adventure and the sense of me allowing myself to grow and allowing myself to just transcend my everyday, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And so I would say to people, if you can go to another country and just allow yourself to experience sort of the sides of you that you've been wanting to, or the sides of life even that you've been wanting to, that you just feel are a little bit missing in your life, I think that can be really cool. If, for instance, we've been stuck in our homes, you know, for like the last year, and if we could go out and just be in nature and have this amazing experience where we're we're traveling, we're meeting people, like it would just be so refreshing to have something that you feel like you just haven't had in a long time or it's something that uh, you're really longing for in your life. Yeah. And 
that's really personal and subjective. It's like, what do you want? What do you want? And what do you want to feel? You know, what do you want more of in your life? And so I think it's it's good to reflect on that if you can go into it with that and and see if maybe you can get some of that out of it. I like that. Yeah, that's a really good one. I think I want to touch up on that nature part. Like it's really. I think it's really underestimated sometimes, like how much oh, nature yeah. oh my gosh, can like have yeah. an impact. Totally. And especially if you're exploring nature in another country, like I feel like it only ups the ante from there. Yeah. It's like a whole new di- different terrain. You're in a different world. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Work into, yeah, work some nature into your trip. That'd be <laughs> number, number three. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah. Anything else you want to add? No, I, we, I, I like it. Like yeah okay cool (laughs) well thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast and our travel travel tips for like finding your mindful travel point if you will um if you guys like what you heard please subscribe if you love it leave a review and if there is anything at all that resonated with you guys throughout listening to this feel free to share it with someone that you know um we want to make sure like anybody and everybody can get something out of this. So don't be afraid to share it. And if you want to connect yeah. with myself or Gina further, you can follow Gina at Gina Sutton underscore. Don't forget the underscore. I'm trying to get and- rid of that. But yep. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> and you can find me at Mr. Sam Smith as well. Sweet. All right. Well, safe travels. We'll see you in the next one. All right. Bye. Bye.